Welcome back. Hey, episode three. Episode three with a week break. <laughs> we had, you know, some little tiny trips in there. Mm-hmm. You went to visit your sister. I went to Seattle, and I almost died my first night in Seattle. What happened? You didn't even tell me about I didn't this. even tell you. I told you that I have a really funny story to tell you. Oh, okay. Were you saving it for the podcast? I was saving okay, it. Okay, cool. Because I've only told two other people, and both I'm... times they've laughed hysterically. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm ready. So I go visit my sister in Seattle, and so my sister has her son, but he's with his dad. So mm-hmm. when I arrive Thursday night, like, it's just us. Like, she's okay. like, we can go get a drink or whatever, because in Seattle, bars are open mm-hmm. like and I was like oh do you have to order food she's like no like, what are you talking about and I was like oh in San Diego like, that's no the thing or limitations there. yeah no restrictions on like getting in or anything like that or like sitting down or being served but mm-hmm. like they close early she yeah. said they close at like 10 up until like last month and then they extended to 11 interesting okay um so we go to this like bar in this like it's a dive bar you know I love a good dive bar yeah and so we go, and it's completely dead. Like, there's, like, three other, like, parties there at different separate tables. So we just start drinking and having fun or whatever. And then at, like, 10 p.m., right as the, like, bar is getting ready to call last call, mm-hmm. swarms of people come into this bar. What the heck? And I'm telling you, it was so crowded. It was so bizarre to me. And weird. so... The bar gets really crowded. I don't know. Like other places that closed earlier, I suppose. All right. (laughs) And so this is like their last bar of the night. So like there's, it's super busy. There's this guy that comes and like sits at our table, which like me and my sister are like, okay, well it's COVID. Like that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. But he had already kind of talked to us earlier in the night. Okay. And then he disappeared. So then he comes back to our table as like they're calling last call. And he's like, um, if you guys want, like you guys can come back to my place. Get. Me and my sister are like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> you are sketch. I, I am dangerous. I make dangerous decisions. But my sister, who's over 40 years old, yeah. is driving me. Like, she should be the one stopping it. And she's like, yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, but I need a ride to my car. Like, I parked, like, two or three blocks away and it's freezing uh, or something. Okay. So my sister allows this stranger to get in her car, and then he's like, we take him to his truck or whatever, and then he's like, okay, follow me to my house. So we go to this stranger's house, and we, like, walk in through the side door to the house, and there's this girl passed out on the couch. Okay. And I was like, who is that? And he goes, oh, that's Stephanie. That's my roommate's (laughs) girlfriend. And I was like okay like whatever so then we go into the garage and like we're drinking like i literally feel like i'm like 19 years going old again stranger's house and like, so keep drinking. yeah we're in the garage and i'm smoking weed with this stranger that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so many red flags victoria yeah and then my sister like seals like my vape pen and she apparently vaped it the entire time we were there because there was no juice and oh, i had refilled it God. before and i left a long time yeah. Wow. So meanwhile, she's giving talking shit before I even told her that I had it. She's like, I can't believe you vape and blah, blah, blah. And then she smokes the whole thing. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephanie wakes up and comes in the garage and she's like screaming at this guy. I don't even remember this guy's name. Oh, no. I just remember Stephanie and I remember Adrian her, is her boyfriend. And she goes, where the fuck is Adrian? <laughs> and stranger goes, he didn't go with me to the bar. I don't know where he went. Okay. So she is pissed off because... 
he came back without did stranger murder her boyfriend and then like bring you guys back in a weird to okay, like this is my theory <laughs> he was like i had an alibi the whole time these girls were with me that would be hilarious you're gonna get a court subpoena as soon as he gets caught for this murder that would be hilarious <laughs> except for the fact that adrian makes an appearance okay. so he's not dead did you check his id was it really adrian no okay so <laughs> she's like really angry that adrian's not home and stranger's just like well he didn't go out with me but like i'm sure he'll be home soon or whatever okay what feels like an hour is probably only like 15 to 20 minutes and then adrian comes home and we're all hanging out and we start playing rummy gin rummy card game okay never played it before oh yeah my grandma taught me how to play that okay so i never played it before <laughs> meanwhile i'm drunk and i'm, I'm trying stoned, to learn like... a new card game and that's kind of a complicated <laughs> game yeah. so like something ends up happening we can't understand a word adrian is saying like he's so drunk we can't understand him like every time he speaks me and my sister make eye contact like is he speaking English? Okay. <laughs> Who are these people? I, I don't know. They're, <laughs> I don't know. We're just hanging out with them. Oh, my gosh. And then, so this guy, the stranger that invited us back, we start talking politics because the election had just happened. It's mm-hmm. been two days. And he starts talking about how he's never voted before. And blah, blah, blah. He doesn't vote because he doesn't feel like he's educated enough. And my sister's just, like, kind of going into him. And I'm like, well, he's a stranger. Like, we should probably keep the pol- politic talk as minimal because we don't know yeah well then he starts talking about how he has like prior charges against him so that's why he can't vote victoria i have all of this (laughs) recorded by the way i turned on the video recording on my phone and it's facing the table so it's recording the whole conversation oh my god because i'd wanted to have evidence in case something happened okay right so they start talking about that. Can't understand a word Adrian is saying. And then we're playing Rummy, and my sister plays on one of the cards that I could have played on mm-hmm. and wins. So I lose my shit because I'm like, I've never played this game before. Like, if I was playing with someone that had never played before, I would have been like, oh, if you play that, like, you will win the game. But she didn't tell you. And but she, she didn't. Because she knew she would win. Yeah. That's a sister thing to do. Such a bitch. <laughs> so I, like, I get mad at her, and I'm like, I just want to go home. Okay. So she's like, well, let's just go to the bathroom first or whatever. So we find our way inside, find the bathroom. And as we're peeing, I'm like, I, we need to get out of here. Like, I am starting to feel real sketched out. Like, okay. Yeah, you should have felt sketched out <laughs> three hours ago, Victoria. <laughs> she's like well how are we gonna leave and i'm like we can just tell them like we're going home yeah for some reason we decide we can't tell them that we're gonna leave oh no so we're like peeing and she's like okay like we'll just sneak out right we have no idea where the front door to the house is we don't remember the side yeah we don't remember where like how to get there oh my god so we're like trying to find our way out of this house Stephanie's passed out on the couch again. So I'm just like, I don't want to wake her up because she's probably going to just be pissed because we're still, there were just two random girls that yeah, are at her house, right. you know? So we finally locate the side door. And then I think I, I think that I hear them like coming to like check on us. Uh-huh. So my sister start booking it out of the side yard. <laughs> there is a, oh there is a fence, a wooden fence around the front yard. And we walked in through a gate. Mm-hmm. Because you can't find the gate. But you can't find the gate. And they all look the same. So as we're running, my sister's like, oh, I think it's right here. And she's pointing, like, to the left. So I start running to the left. (laughs) Just keep 
picture you guys like, way too high to be dealing with this situation. My sister's sober. She hasn't <laughs> done anything since we left the bar. My sister, I need to talk to her because the amount of red flags for somebody who was sober at this point. Um, so I'm running across the yard going in the direction that my sister pointed. <laughs> it's Seattle, so the ground is pretty wet and muddy. You feel. As I'm running, I slip <laughs> in some mud, and I kid you not, it's like I completely slip and like land straight on my back. Like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. The worst part is, as that's happening, I also ran into their Halloween spiderweb decorations. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh and so my sister starts cracking up, and I start cracking up until I realize that I'm in pain. Because oh, the way that you my landed on like your tailbone. Well, the way that I landed, my left leg, like completely, like my knee was bent up that way. Oh. So like I realize that I'm in pain. I start crying. I can't get up, but like we're still trying to escape. This and is absurd. <laughs> I'm just like how. So I finally get up, and then I can't walk on it. So I'm limping, and this, and in the moment, I'm like, I broke my ankle. I just broke my ankle, like do, being an idiot. Yeah. I mean, most people break their ankles being idiots. Yeah, I would assume. For sure. Um, we make it to my sister's car. The gate was also not in the direction she pointed. I figured it was on the opposite <laughs> side. Make it to my sister's car, and the next morning, I wake up, and my ankles like it, it looks like there's like a huge, like probably like a baseball oh, at no. my ankle. And I can still barely walk on it sometimes. Oh my gosh, you guys. It was crazy. It was hilarious. You it was could have scary. Been murdered. I know. You could have been murdered. I know. And I would just be living here by myself <laughs> now. What would I do, Victoria? You can't put yourselves in situations like this. I mean, it's really funny though. You're lucky. It is funny. You're also lucky that you're you got out of it. And that they Probably didn't have too bad of intentions, but the chances that they did are pretty high. Or that they were going to drug you, or, like, who knows what Adrian was on, like, why he wasn't speaking English or any type of language known to man. It's very true. I woke up the next day and being Stephanie like, could have just been, you know, a sex trafficking victim. You don't know. Well, it's her house. Okay, that's the story they tell No, that's you. what she said. Okay. I do believe, I don't think they had any, <laughs> I think they were both too fucked up, like, and they were just, like, yeah, having fun. Was he cute? No. Oh, my God, that's not even worth it, then. I know. Dude. This is not the first time that I've left a bar with a stranger, either, with other people. I've yeah. never left a, a bar with a stranger by myself. Yeah. I've always had at least one other person, but, like, my sister, like, she's too old. She, she has a child. not looking out for you. No. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So that's what happened in Seattle. And then I got back and I thought that I had COVID. Yeah. I was like, that's where you got sick. You fell in the icy mud. Or it's because I shared a bong with a stranger. That's probably it too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, thank God your COVID test came back negatory. Woohoo! No COVID in this house, at least yet. Knock on wood. I thought that it was COVID and it was real. I was really scared. Yeah, when I saw the message, because I did get it that night, I'm mm -hmm. just like, if I have some, if like I'm exposing all these people right now, they're never going to forgive me. Yeah. But, you know, you can't let it stop you from living your life. You and, can't. At some point. Um, yeah, that's kind of 
I, I'm very much like because we're going, we are back in purple tier. We're going back towards a much more sheltered in place lockdown in San Diego protocol. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the holidays are coming up. I don't want to like be reckless when I'm, I don't know who I'm going to see for the holidays yet. So I just want to like try to be careful, but it's so hard. Like it's putting me in a really weird mental place to like think about going back to not seeing people for weeks again. Yeah. I heard somebody, one of my friends who lives in New York city, um, they're going back into like a really strict lockdown. Mm -hmm. So she's coming back to San Diego just because she's like, if I have to be stuck somewhere, I'd rather be stuck with my family. Like I can work from anywhere kind of thing. Um, but she, her, or her boss had heard a rumor that there's <laughs> going to be like a four to six week, like really strict shutdown coming yeah. to the U S and I, I think, I I'm, think it's needed. I think it is needed too. And I hope that if we all just do it like, and take it very seriously, like we should have back in March mm-hmm. that we can move past it. Mm-hmm. That's my theory with it. But like, I am supposed to go see well, supposed to go take care of my dad next month after he has his knee replacement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm going to have to quarantine before going Yeah, as much as I can. And that sucks, but it's life. It's where we're at now. You yeah. Know? It's where we're at. November, 2020. Our house also has exploded in winter wonderland. Woo! It it's does. Christmas. <laughs> it makes yeah, me happy yeah, yeah. for somebody who has claimed to be a Grinch. For most of my life, I don't like Christmas. I so still don't weird to, to me. Really like Christmas much, but this is making me happy. These vibes. I love it. Yeah, for the that first time in a long time, I was like, I want to actually own some of my own winter decor. I don't like referring to it necessarily as like Christmas, and I don't want anything that's like oh, completely just like Christmas. Mm-hmm. At least in my collection of stuff because I don't like the holiday (laughs) but I do like winter Mm -hmm. and I like like cozy vibes and like going to the snow and furry blankets and stuff like that did you like Christmas as a kid um not really do you have like a weird family like memory with Christmas is that why you don't like it okay got it I was like it has (laughs) to be something because I mean not that it has to be but most of the times when people don't like a particular holiday yeah there's some sort of connection there so my dad one year with his second wife the evil wife that I referred to I think in the last podcast oh that he shouldn't have married that because he met her at a bar yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) the evil wife who shall not be named um the one and only year since my parents had separated when I was four that my mom let me and my sister spend Christmas at my dad's. Mm-hmm. Um, they got in my uh, dad and stepmom at the time got mm-hmm. into a huge, huge fight and my dad punched a mirror and canceled Christmas. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I just remember sitting in like I ran into like my stepsister's bedroom that we were staying at the time ran to the top bunk under the blankets and I was just crying because my dad was like Christmas is canceled and then I hear like glass shattering oh my god and my sister like came in and was like trying to like calm me down I was in a full-on panic attack and like my sister called my mom and was like dad canceled Christmas and like my mom never let me spend Christmas with my dad again understandable yeah Wow, that is pretty traumatizing. How old were you? 
Um, I think I was six or seven. Oh, you're little. Yeah. And for Christmas to like feel like that, like I get it now. Yeah. I get it. And I mean, that's not the only, like even spending Christmas with my mother, like, and that side of the family. Yeah. There's always been drama. There's always been a meltdown. Somebody always storms out. It's chaos. I just feel like that's any sort of family get together. Yeah. And it's just like anyone I know has experiences like that. Like, I mean, we all know the jokes about like Thanksgiving dinner. Like you can't bring up certain topics and everyone yeah. has like a drunk uncle or a drunk aunt, you yeah. know, certain things like that. I don't like spending holidays with my family. Yeah. I don't. I haven't spent Thanksgiving with my family in the last at least two years. Um, I, I hate Thanksgiving anyways. I like Thanksgiving. <laughs> I can, like, I will eat like mashed potatoes and like rolls. Yeah. Last year I tried the turkey and I tried something else and everyone was really proud of me. And I'm like, wow, I'm almost 30. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like, I need to get over this a little Cheering bit. me on. <laughs> yeah. I do like Thanksgiving. And for the most part, cause my sister usually hosts it. There's not too much drama. Yeah. Um, during that holiday, but definitely Christmas has always been. It's always been a hard time of year for me. Like, me and my mom got into a huge fight one year, and I, like, wasn't home mm-hmm. for, like, a week and a half. I stayed elsewhere because of the fight was so big, and then I, like, came home on Christmas Eve, and, like, we tried to make up. And then yeah. my sister's dog died on Christmas Eve, and, like, it's just been a lot of bad oh stuff. Oh, my God. I also worked at Old Navy for five Black Fridays and yeah. holiday season, so I've always been just, like, worn down emotionally, mm-hmm. like, just torn to pieces during that time of year it's just never been fun for me yeah last year sucked for me I I didn't leave our apartment oh yeah like I had like a week between I had just quit covalent and like Anita had wanted me to start on December 26th Mm. so it's not like I really could have gone anywhere not that I had anywhere to go Mm -hmm. but like me and my dad hadn't been speaking since October because he had his own stuff like we got into a huge fight as well but when we fight we just don't speak to each other for long periods of time it's basically me and my mom too (laughs) um and so like I literally didn't do anything like I didn't see my family I didn't like Haley was gone oops Haley was gone Mm -hmm. you had your family stuff like and it's just like a weird thing I think I did see Leah and I went to like her family thing for a bit and like She's like my closest friend, but it's still weird yeah. being being with someone else's family on like holidays like that. And so it's just like, I don't know, last year freaking sucked. Mm. And it was like the first year that like I didn't like Christmas. Yeah. But I'm like, this is going to be a better year. I think so too. Like even if I don't see my family, because I probably won't see my family just because of COVID because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like health risks. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma's, you know, not super healthy and stuff like that, but... I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a better year. Yeah. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so, too, because that was freaking lonely. Yeah. And if people have ever had to do that before or people do that regularly, like, I feel for you. If you ever spend any holiday alone that, like, you used to spend with other people. Yeah, and you just see everyone else with, like, their loved ones. I'm, like, going to cry thinking about it. Yeah, it's not fun. It's a hard time of year for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. It's always hard for me, too, and we can move on, but it's always hard for me. Like, I 
October to December is really hard for me. It's the only time of year that I really wish that I had a boyfriend. Mm, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, and it's just like I guess that's why they call it cuffing a season. But yeah, it's that's really it's like such a weird phenomenon. Yeah, I it, mean it's not really a phenomenon. Like there's it makes sense. It's such a romantic yeah. time to be with someone that you love yeah. that way and do all the cutesy things and just have somebody that you know well hopefully that won't that will be there yeah so that you're not alone it's weird because i never feel this way about valentine's day i know valentine's day is shitty anyway like it's just stupid i also think it's stupid like what's the point i'd rather i don't know even when i was in relationships i was just like it's just another day Mm -hmm. like i don't I'd much rather, I'd appreciate it more if you did something for me like on February 15th because mm-hmm. then no one, it's not because, you're not only doing something because a holiday is telling you to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. Also working in a restaurant for several Valentine's Ew. days. I, like, mm-hmm. I've had the worst jobs ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just have so many traumatic things for the jobs that I've had, but the, ho- like, Valentine's Day and the holidays in general, Mother's Day, anything like that, in a restaurant is so brutal. Yeah. That, like... It's just, yeah. It always, like, just taints the holiday for me because I'm, like, triggered by all the stress that the job puts me through in the past. Well, it's like we just connect those memories with that day, Mm -hmm. and so we don't want to deal with it even in the future. I also don't want to, like, put... Now that I'm not in the restaurant industry currently or in retail currently, like, I don't want to put that stress on somebody else by, Mm -hmm. like, contributing to it. It's like Mm -hmm. going to a restaurant for Valentine's Day. I won't, I'll probably never want to do that. I've never done that, I don't think. I've only ever done stuff at home. Honestly, everybody's pissed about the wait times and everybody's pissed about how long their food is taking. Yeah. They want a discount or whatever, and like that, their server is pulled in a million different directions. Like, yeah, it it sucks. Like, it's not everything that you work it up to be. Nothing ever is. Yeah, when you put too much pressure on or like have such high expectations for anything, that's like the issue with our generation and consumerism. Yeah, (laughs) that too. Anyways, so we didn't really start with like our what do we want to recommend this week? Do you have anything? Um, I do kind of have something. I don't know that I'm fully, that I'm recommending it yet. Okay. So I'm currently watching the show. It's a mini series. It's called A Teacher. And it's on Hulu. Hulu. I haven't watched it yet though. Okay. So I would not recommend watching it to anybody that hasn't started it yet until the entire season's done. So okay. Hulu just released three episodes, and they're like 28 minutes, so they're really short. Okay. And it's only, I think, eight episodes. Mm-hmm. But now they're doing them weekly. And so it's about a teacher, literally what it's called, <laughs> who starts developing a relationship with one of her students. And okay. so in the first three episodes that are already out, like the first two are really just about like building like the, the relationships okay. and like their dynamic and everything. And Mm -hmm. then the last one they just, they just released, it was, it finally, like something finally happened between them. But it's really hard to watch because there's no, it doesn't feel like a cautionary tale. Uh. It doesn't feel like a bad things are going to happen if you do this. Like, I think it's going to get there eventually, Uh but right now it kind of feels more like, 
like 50 shades of gray like it's because it's taboo it's sexy yeah and so it's just like it's really conflicting to watch um Haley actually texted me she because and she sent me a video and she, it was just her reacting to that being like the advertised show on hulu when she logged in one day Mm -hmm. she's like what the fuck is this why is this here like she reads the synopsis like it doesn't say anything about a cautionary tale Mm -hmm. um and she's just like so angry and i was like well i've started it like and is this student under 18 mm -hmm. okay uh, he might actually be 18. I don't think they've discussed his age. He's a senior. That's all okay, I know. So it's probably so, pretty close, but still, I mean, if they're not, like, saying... They're basically, ad, like, advocating statutory rape. Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's crazy to watch. And like I said, there's only three episodes out. It's crazy to watch because it is very apparent that the teacher is the monster, that she's the bad person, right? Mm -hmm. She's the adult. She's supposed to be the one stopping this type of thing from happening. But she's so humanized and she's so relatable Mm -hmm. that it's become that from what I've seen, it's felt more like, Oh, well this can happen to anybody or, you know, this is how it happens to anybody. She wasn't, she wasn't pressuring him. Um, you know, to start the relationship or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it is. And one of the things I read about the reviews of a critic who's seen the whole series, Mm -hmm. um, was that like, it's really hard to spot the examples of grooming unless you're really looking for them. Ooh. Yeah. And so it is very hard to watch. I, like I told Haley, like I wouldn't recommend watching it if you haven't already started it until, until it's all done. And even then, like, I don't know if I would recommend watching it just yeah. because I don't think that it's a great representation of I it. I want to, like, support the message. Yeah. Yet. And, like, no one's talked about it, which is also what is weird to yeah. me. I was think I thought the same thing about You, mm-hmm. the Netflix uh, show that they had two seasons of. I think they're having another season mm-hmm. of. Because it's essentially... A very incredibly, at the surface level, a very toxic relationship with stalking. Mm -hmm. And it makes it really sexy. Yeah. So I just have a problem with the amount of access that younger people really influence, people who can be easily influenced by the media that they are consuming, Mm -hmm. seeing this and thinking, I want a stalker. I want somebody to stalk me. That sounds like the hottest thing ever. Absolutely. Um, And not having good examples of healthy relationships. Um, It seems like the majority of young adult movies and TV shows mm -hmm. don't have good examples. Like I can think of the series after which there's two movies, there's four books and there's two movies out already. And I've watched both of them because I love young adult shit like I love watching it I think it's total garbage but I love it yeah it's like your guilty pleasure but it's the same exact thing Mm -hmm. super toxic these two people that shouldn't be together but you know they love so passionately and Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like I don't I wish that there was more examples of people the characters being strong enough to leave Mm -hmm. or characters being in more balanced and healthy relationships because I just don't see it in the in movies and tv shows anymore I I really don't yeah 
I recently watched, well, I rewatched. I watched this show a while back and I do remember that I enjoyed it a lot, so I wanted to revisit it, though mm-hmm. I didn't remember all of it. Um, and it's a British show, I think it must be from BBC, um, called My Mad Fat Diary. And it's based off of a book, uh, a memoir mm-hmm. uh, by the same title. And <clears throat> the main character, Ray, she, it starts off with her like being in a mental institution um, because she had really like harmful thoughts about her self image. She was overweight mm-hmm. and struggled with it a lot. And she's getting out of it. She still continues to see her therapist and write in her diaries, basically. She's narrating this story as it goes along. And she, like, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but she ends up in a relationship uh, with, like, the what she, in her words, is, like, the hottest guy ever. And she doesn't understand why, like, he likes her because mm-hmm. she has such a negative self-image of herself. And mm-hmm. she just doesn't think that anybody would love somebody that is fat. Um, and it's really, it's a really interesting and very endearing story. So mm-hmm. it was one of my recommendations, even though it wasn't new to me, I've just yeah. rewatched it. Um, and there's two seasons of it. It's really adorable. And I also just love like British shows. You really do. I think it, I mean, I got a thing for accents, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it makes me really miss that area, like London and the UK and stuff. Cause they aren't in London, but somewhere so that was like so it's like more positive mm-hmm. like it's like a healthier it's like, how she i mean the show is essentially how she comes to like love herself and yeah it's a big advocate for therapy basically her therapist is awesome um and it's also like there's she struggles with her best friend who's like super skinny and mm-hmm. um has a lot of the boys attention and she struggles with her mom who doesn't seem to pay any attention to the fact that she's struggling and, yeah Interesting. It's really good. So I would recommend that. Did you have another one? As I do have another one, but I kind of want it to segue into what we're going to talk about next. No, I don't have another one. Okay. I haven't been watching anything new. I've only been watching Buffy. Yeah. I'm almost done (laughs) with the series. I have four episodes left. So you always go through it so fast (sighs) because I feel like you just started it again. I, so I took a long break. Mm. Um, I don't remember what else I was watching. I was watching, I binged something else in between it, Mm. but like ever since I would say October to like now, like I've probably watched like five seasons, but I'm almost done with the series. And then I can consume something else. Yeah. Um, well, Grey's Anatomy is back with a bang. I, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) We will sound the alarm. Yeah. (laughs) We'll tell you when you can come back, but it's, it does lead into your next topic too. So, uh, I love it so far. I'm like a little, I have some things that I'm not totally okay with, but It was hard. It was very hard. It was hard. I've talked to three other people that have seen the premiere and all of the feedback has been, it's hard to watch Mm -hmm. because it's so real. It's so real. And yeah, we've heard the stories and we've seen the news, but for it, for us to watch characters that we care about for most of us, that's as real as it gets. You know, most of us like my, at least for myself, I don't know anyone yeah, that's a doctor a or a nurse. Responder. Yeah, I don't know any first I responders. I my friend Sarah who gives me a little bit of information. And I know a surgeon that I talk with every now and then just to like check in on them. But they're not like 
in the triage. Like they're not in the yeah. COVID unit. So. so that was what made it so hard for me to watch is it's these characters that I've been watching for years mm-hmm. going through something like this and not seeing their kids who have been on the show or their spouses, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing... I mean, Meredith's in it. Like, she's in the... Yeah, she's like, like everyone is... Di- uh, every one of her patients is dying. Yeah, and they're not... They're, it's happening so quick and so out of nowhere sometimes sense. that she's not even able to tell their spouses or their significant others until after. Yeah. And she's not even able to do it herself. She has to call someone because she can't leave, like... Like, the, her containment yeah. area. And so it was hard to watch. Yeah. And it's it's very real. Like so basically they start April twenty twenty. I think this is like kind of the first time that Grey's Anatomy has done something like directly related to what like the human experience. Like the news. Like parallel to like the real world. What is going on. Yeah. Like they obviously they'll reference things that have happened in the past and stuff like that or like you know big disasters they'll very they'll similar. put it in Seattle Grace but yeah. like they actually said what would happen to Seattle Grace if they went through the pandemic yeah and what happened to Seattle Grace is it's this huge um educational hospital where they mainly deal with traumas and or surgery or crazy surgery yeah like once in a lifetime these are the surgeons that can do it located in Seattle right to shut down completely, we can only we're only t- touching COVID cases. Right. We're not there's not open for trauma. There's no surgeries mm-hmm. on the board. It's just it's so. I mean, hats off to the writers there mm-hmm. for tackling something so relevant. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did a pretty good job. Um, I was. Uh, it reminds me. I was just watching um, on Hulu. They have, I think it's called the New York Times Presents, and they're kind of just doing like little mini documentaries. The first, I think there's like eight episodes or something, and so I just started the first one and was watching a little bit of the second one. First one is literally um, doctors and nurses in New York City during the pandemic, like the peak of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, just giving their own firsthand accounts, and they Mm -hmm. kind of like edit it together with interviews and stuff like that, but it's like literally it seems like I don't know if they collaborated with the writers on Grey's Anatomy to do this, but, or where they were getting their source material, but it's like literally the, like mirror image episodes. Interesting. Yeah. So that was really good too. I forgot cause I literally just watched it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so film and movies and TV shows are back to shooting and creating things for, us to consume and watch, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. And it's weird because so Grey's is my the first show that I watch regularly that's back. Like yeah. it's the first show that I've seen that's returned that I would watch. Mm-hmm. Um and because it is, you know, it's a hospital show, they're wearing masks, you know, like they're very protected and everything like that. And they're talking about the procedures an and the social distancing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like other shows that I watch that are coming back, like they're not going to be like, like they're not going to be wearing masks on Riverdale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see shows like that return. Yeah. I was reading an article. So it was like around summer, I think June or July that most production studios were able to get back to some sense mm-hmm. of having 
to be able to create anything. And a lot of them, I mean, they were all sharing. What was interesting was that all studios were sharing information or ideas mm-hmm. on how to safely return, come back to the studios. Yeah. yeah. Um, which has never really like studios don't share information on anything. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're all very much like to each man for themselves, um, for money, but they're all like, we want to come back together. We want to do this as safe as possible. So if anyone else has ideas on how to accomplish creating movies and shows for us again, like let's share it. Yeah. Um, and so I was seeing that like a lot of them are choosing to, um, like fewer actors in scenes, fewer locations across like whatever it is that they're shoot, like have to shoot. Like they're just trying to limit the amount of locations that they use. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are trying to shoot the outdoor stuff first. Mm -hmm. Um, and later on as you know, new things are coming, uh, uh, to light about what they can do to be safer. They'll do like the more intimate scenes or the closer indoor stuff later on. Um, and some studios are like favoring content that gives them an advantage, like a medical show Mm -hmm. or even something that is pandemic related. Like we, I just shared with you that trailer for, uh, what's it called? Did you just see that today? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Alicia, cause we're obsessed with KJ Appa from Riverdale. Oh, is that the actor? Yeah. She sent it to me a while ago and I was like, oh, I'm so excited for this. And she had like the same reaction of like, it looks terrifying, (laughs) but he's like good to look at type of thing. Yeah. Um, so what's it called? Songbird? Songbird. Yeah. From Michael Bay. So it's going to be like action packed, uh, literally about what, they're calling it like COVID-23. Like if the virus mutates and becomes something more new this year, then it would be technically COVID-20. Yeah. So it's a little bit further off in the future, but a look at what can happen if the virus does continue to mutate and we can't get a handle on it, uh, which is terrifying, but I am intrigued I'm so excited. So it's cool that like they're favoring stories and scripts that, you know, they can use to their advantage, like social distancing and like, you know, wearing PPE and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, did you ever watch or did you get a chance to see, I think it's called host or the host that came out on shutter. No, I don't think so. Um, my brain went to the one we talked about. The Stephanie Meyer book. (laughs) So that's why I think it's just called host. So, by the way, you can come back if you <laughs> skipped ahead for Grey's Anatomy spoilers. Ring the alarm. We're done. Um, but there's going to be spoilers for this movie I'm about to talk about. <laughs> Basically, tune in. Keep listening if you want spoilers. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's basically a film that is taking place during the pandemic. And it's a bunch of, like, millennials who get together for a virtual happy hour. So, it's all filmed on their computers in their own homes and they decide to like have a seance. So they like, uh, like dial in or whatever. They're like witchy friend. Um, and they like ask her like, how do we have a seance? So they start to have it and then like it goes awry and then there's some supernatural stuff that happens and like everybody dies. (laughs) Um, plot twist. (laughs) But what is cool is that like, I don't know if, if listener or did you ever watch unfriended? 
Um, no, that's the one with Shelly Henning, though, I think. I don't know her name, but it's, it's also filmed on a computer. Yeah. Um, so they were like, we know that this is possible, so, like, let's write another story and shoot it that way. So all of the actors, they literally, it was completely socially distant produced film. Hmm. Um, so everything from, you know, directing and everything was done through a webcam. Wow. Um, and the actors were responsible for setting up their own shots, their own sets. Like, it just, yeah. they did it in their own homes. Um, if their partners were with them or if their roommates were with them, like, they had them to help or, like, be background characters. Yeah. Um, and they also did their own, like, practical effects. So, like, some things happen where it gets a little bloody and, like, they did that on their own oh in their God. own home. So it was, and it was like really quickly released. I think it's a pretty short film. I'm pretty sure it's like 40 minutes or 45 minutes or something. Wow. It's short. Um, less than an hour, I think. Um, and it's not bad. Like, mm-hmm. so it's interesting what creative things are coming out of this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they're, we're learning to cope and create definitely the thing that annoyed me when hollywood reopened Mm -hmm. is that i follow a a handful of like actors or whatever on instagram Mm -hmm. they were all showing up and they were getting and this isn't just with hollywood this is with other big companies because i know that they do it too Mm -hmm. every single person that's showing up to work on set that day is getting a covid test yeah once a day Every day that they're there. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like... Why aren't these tests being readily Why aren't we testing everybody? everybody? Yeah. And that's just what bothers me so much. And I asked someone and they were like, oh, it's because the company pays for it. And I'm like, okay, well, so the company can pay to test their employees every day, but Mm -hmm. they can't... And it's a rapid test. Yeah. Which is more expensive. So expensive. I can't even... So I had to... I got tested and Mm -hmm. I couldn't even get a rapid test. Mm -hmm. Like, this wasn't even offered to me. There's only, I think, to my knowledge, unless you have different insurance, maybe, Mm -hmm. um, the only option to get a rapid test is to, like, go through, like, a third party where they don't even accept insurance and you just pay out of pocket. pocket. And it was, like, 150. Mm -hmm. I was like... Or I could just go to my doctor's and take the test for free. Yeah. So Brie had to get a rapid test because she was exposed at one point and just, like, needed to know before she was, like, going to expose herself potentially to more people. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was like, yeah, it was 150 bucks to know within, like, 72 hours or something like that. And, like, that's the thing is 72 hours. So my insurance... Kaiser, which I hate, and I'm switching, thank mm-hmm. God. Um, they told me it could take up to five days yeah. when I tested, and I was like, I, I have a roommate. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I can't wait that long. Like, And she's like, well, it normally comes back quicker. And I'm like, but normally, like, why isn't it quicker? Yeah. And, I mean, I got it the next morning anyways. Yeah. Like, it wasn't – it literally didn't take me too long, thank goodness. But, like, what if it had taken longer? Like – I mean, I was quarantining myself in my room, and every time I come out here, I was wearing a mask because I was scared that I oh. had it. <laughs> I wasn't even home at the time. You weren't, <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to breathe on something, mm-hmm. Like, and I was cleaning everything I was touching, but mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to wear a mask because I don't know. Like, yeah. the mask is... Such de- a stressful time. But so that's my issue with, like, certain... Like, I know that Apple does it, too. Yeah, I read it an article me. that said most... Um, production companies are allotting for or accounting for about 10% 
of their production costs to go towards COVID mm. safety. Okay. Um, and we saw when we watched the craft legacies, like in the credits, there was like a COVID, COVID officer. Yeah. COVID officers credited. Credited on a freaking movie. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's just 2020. Like this is where it's going. Yeah. And that, um, they mentioned that they have like people dedicated to COVID safety for every single set, every mm. single production. Um, and that they're more important than the directors at this point. Yeah. Like, they can call the shots. Like, no, we're not filming today because this is not up to code. Or, yeah. you know, there's potential risk here of exposure. Yeah. So it's just crazy the the lengths that Hollywood is going to. I mean, honestly, it's a big part of why we are financially, like the United States has the financial standing that, I mean, we're in debt, but it brings in a ton of money. No, it totally does. (laughs) And it's just so interesting because I mean, in most places, was that the fridge? I think so. Oh, weird. (laughs) Um, in most places I know like movie theaters had reopened Mm -hmm. and in some States they've been open for pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Um, but like in San Diego, they did reopen. They're probably closing again because yeah. of our new My restrictions. Sister went to the theater with her husband at one point. She was like, Oh yeah, we're going to go to the movies tonight. And I was like, the heck? What? Yeah. And I was like, what are the precautions? And yeah. like, she kind of explained to me like, you know, you have to sit a certain amount of seats apart from people who aren't in your party. You have to keep your mask on the whole time. Yeah. And I think they were like 10% capacity. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, they could not be very full at all. I was just like, that's not something I'm willing to take the risk on right now. Yeah. I was before I even flew to Seattle and even coming back, like I was anxious mm-hmm. about being on a plane with people, mm-hmm. you know, and what, but when I left San Diego, there was, like, this older man that was, like, waiting to get on the flight with us, and he was just, like, hacking up a lung. And no. I was just, like, I mean, oh, I'm, like, it sucks because in 2020, you, I feel like you can't cough or sneeze without yeah. people thinking you have COVID. Totally. I and mean, that's psychology. Yeah. And it's, like, of course, my brain first went, like, oh, great, this guy's going to bring COVID with him on the plane, you know, when mm-hmm. he could just be coughing. He could have swallowed water wrong, you know? Yeah. like He but, could have another pre-existing condition. Yeah. But it was, like, so scary because I was just, like, okay, I'm about to get on a, on a plane where there's no, like, airflow, mm-hmm. like... I, they have, like, crazy air filters now. Yeah, they do. That was, like, like, all advertised on, yeah. like, the placard thing yeah. in the seat. But it was just, like, I I would not... I don't want to spend, like, the $30 that some movies are charging to rent them. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather pay that than... And stay at home. And then go to a movie totally. theater. I have I, no desire. I love going to the movies. Like too. it is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like I love going to the movies. I love going to premieres and everything, but it's not necessary for me to do at this point. Right. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that I do still that's not necessary, but it's usually outdoors. Right. Like I'm not in a room with people that I don't know if they're following. You're just going home with strangers and smoking <laughs> on their balls. Well, <laughs> we all have setbacks. You know, <laughs> everybody makes mistakes. Everybody yeah. has those days. Hannah Montana told me that it's okay. It is totally okay. I forgive you, but be careful. I know. I don't have the Rona though, so it's <laughs> But stay sexy, don't get murdered is like what I care about. Um... I forget where my thought was going with that. I don't remember. I don't remember what we were talking about. 
literally every thought just left my brain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, the men in black just show up and, like, click their pens at us. Like, every thought that I had literally left my brain. But I did see when I went to um, the whatever theater is at, like, Grossmont Mall. Like, Reading Cinema. Yeah. Well, it's, like, a smaller franchise of theaters, it's, at least in San Diego. Yeah. It's not pretty big. Um, I was going to the Target over there, so when I drove by on their, like, marquee, it was, like, save our theaters, rent it out for a private event to, like, you know, have, like, a, yeah. a private screening with just the people that you're willing to be exposed to, I guess. I was, like... Maybe I do that. It depends that. on how much it is. And it depends on it, like, what films, like, can I pick a film that's not current and, yeah. like, make it a night of that? Or does it have to be something currently showing? That'd be so cool. Yeah. I always wanted to do that, but... I was like, maybe I'm comfortable with that, but I want to learn more. But also, like, if you want to save movie theaters, consider it, I guess. Yeah. Because I don't want movie theaters to go out of business. I don't think they will. Like, once we can produce things again, people are still going to go to the movies. Yeah. definitely you know once we are safer too yeah and i mean just because it's stricter in california doesn't mean that other states are i just had a friend go to florida on vacation in a (laughs) pandemic which is why would you do that ever she posted instagram videos when i tell you that this bar was full like shoulder to shoulder like the busiest like Think of, like, PB, the busiest bar you've ever been to. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like. And nobody freaking Two cared. masks. Yeah, nobody cared. And one of them was not even worn. One of them was hanging mm-hmm. off the person's ear. I, I'm glad I don't live in Florida. <laughs> I, if that girl comes back and brings COVID to the town she lives in, like. Oh, no. There's, like, four of them. So it was, like. Yeah. Pretty good chances one of them's going to get something because I doubt they were wearing masks. Or practicing any part of safety. No, I'm like, she's at, like, literally at the bar and she's, like, recording facing, like, a selfie-wise and you can just see the people lined up behind her. I would just be so embarrassed to even post it. Yeah. Like, no. I'm like, if I... If I was closer with you or if I genuinely was going to see you or, like, scared for you, like, I would say something. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, that's the stuff that, like, we need to be calling people out on, not on, like, hanging out with, like, four people. Yeah. I don't... Not on going on a camping trip where you stay in your own tent and you're pretty much... Yeah. Self-isolated. That's what I did this week. Um... Yeah, but so I just had to share that with you. That's my last bit of, I don't know. I just your little vent session. I I've seen it too, and it's we also saw somebody who was behaving similarly and got COVID. Mm-hmm. Like it's very real, and I mean, just I think that's why my brain right now is like going to a weird place again because Grey's Anatomy. I just watched that today. I just watched that New York Times thing today. Mm-hmm. We're back in purple tier. I feel like I want to shelter in place because for one, like cases are rising again. This is something that we do need to take seriously, but just also because I don't want to be a risk to whoever I choose to be around with for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to go be able to take care of my dad in a few weeks. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going back into my, I need to be more safe. Cause I did, I got lax with it mm-hmm. over the last month or so. And I was like, yeah, let's go to happy hour. It's outside. Like, mm-hmm. we order food or whatever. We're safe. 
you know, and when last Saturday I like day drank in celebration of Biden winning and Mm. I was like, I regret, well, not regret, but I was like, I was, I know that as I was getting more intoxicated and feeling the vibes that we weren't being as safe as we should have been. Yeah. It's not like I was with any people that I hadn't like hung out with in the last two weeks anyway. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I just think, I, I think that it's easy to like hang out with your friends and for it to be in these normal situations or normal scenarios, whether it's like a gathering at somebody's house or a party at somebody's house. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I thought I had COVID and I thought that I got it Halloween weekend. Mm. Like, you know, because it can take up to two weeks for to your, symptoms your symptoms to show. Yeah. And so like at that point, it was like, not only had I, would that have potentially exposed you if you had not already been exposed to the same person or mm-hmm. whatever, I would have you know, um, I would have also, it would have been my sister and my nephew mm-hmm. and the three roommates, you know, that my sister lives with. Yeah. In this ma- massive fucking like mansion-esque house in Seattle. <laughs> Who does she think she is, by the way? <laughs> um, but yeah. And it's just like, I could have exposed all these people and like, I felt so bad instantly. And it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, so I reached out to people that had been there because, like, I knew that you hadn't been feeling sick. So, like, I wasn't going to, like, ask you. Yeah. Like, I reached out to people and, like, everyone, like, kind of, like was like, I feel fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no problem. And I was like, okay. Like, that at least made me feel better. Like, if I did, like, it would not have been around those people. Otherwise, mm-hmm. more people would have been feeling symptoms. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't have it, but it was really scary for like 24 hours. It really puts you in check of like, wait, we probably do need to be safer again. Yeah. It's, I mean, especially because like those, like Halloween weekend, I wasn't wearing my mask because I had been around those people yeah. who were also outside for yeah. like the entire two like parties I was at. Right. Um, so I was more lax with wearing my mask, but I mean, there's like, I go to the zoo regularly and I wear my mask the entire freaking time unless mm-hmm. I'm drinking and like, it's very much like a sip, like mm-hmm. put it back on. So it's like, I am very diligent with my mask wearing, like it's always above my nose. I can't stand people that don't put it above their nose. Same. What is the point? Yeah. But it did put me into track of being like, I can't, I still need to be like as safe as I possibly can if I want to keep doing these things. Right. And we see how like beneficial it is to like our mental health to be able to do these things. Mm -hmm. We need to like make sure we don't take it for granted and like. Yeah. Because I don't want to go back to April and May. Yeah. And June. Yeah. I don't want to go back there. No. It was not a good place. It wasn't a good place for either of us. And I don't think it was a good place for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're we're learning and we're adapting. And yeah. And we're, we're, like, we had a slip up. Thank God it didn't get any worse. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot worse could have happened. Mm-hmm. So we're all just like, okay, like, we can adapt to this and, yeah. like, try to do better. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, cases are going up in San Diego County, but it's not like there was an outbreak in the areas that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just, it was a lesson learned and like I said, I'm going to, if I am in situations like that where there's more people, like I will be more diligent with my mask wearing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really go out to eat or anything like that. So I don't really like, that's the only time I could, I need to remember to wear my mask is just like when I'm hanging out with groups of people or like if I'm at the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's easy to just like get comfortable again. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially like you were saying, like it's like when I'm around certain people that I've already been around, I'm way more lax. Yeah. You know, like I don't wear my mask around other people that I've seen all the time. Yeah. So all we can do is just keep trying to be better. True. Just so that we don't have to feel like that panic or that guilt or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, well, when I thought that I had it, they, like, told me to, like, wear a mask around my pet. <laughs> I did read that. Like, they, I've seen, like, if you have symptoms, like, try not to, like, breathe on your yeah, pet. Yeah, like, they were, like wear your mask around other people. You don't have to wear a mask when you're by yourself, but if you're around animals, you should wear your mask. Yeah. I think it's not necessarily because you can get them sick, but Mm -hmm. because your particulate matter Mm -hmm. can wind up on like their fur and then they'll go rub up on something that like I could touch. I was like, Oh my God, am I going to give Bella the Rona? Well, animals have like, like a part of like their flea vaccines and stuff. also like vaccinates on different types of coronavirus. Really? Yeah, like other versions of coronavirus. If you look on like certain flea medicines, it says like protects against like coronavirus too. Well, anyways, thank God I didn't give my cat COVID because she's my emotional support animal. Exactly. Like (laughs) what would we do without our animals during this pandemic? We'd be way more depressed. I wouldn't survive. (laughs) Like I wouldn't. Sophie means like too much to me. I was listening to The Cure for Chronic Pain And Nicole is talking about like just different like fears and stuff and how to like process them or like, you know, work through them. And she said like she was listing a bunch of different fears that she has and some of them rational, some of them irrational. And one of them was like, I can't survive without my dog. Mm -hmm. And I have that feeling with Sophie. It like struck so clearly with me. I was like, yeah, when I start to think about Sophie not being around anymore, I spiral into panic. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to, it's, you guys are going to have to like rally the troops. Everybody watch me 24 hours a day. Like, no, yeah. I think about that all the time. It's why I'm paranoid about doors being open. Yeah. Because I'm paranoid because Bella all of a sudden thinks she's an adventurer and thinks she can (laughs) go outside, that she's going to get outside. Something's going to scare her because everything scares her. (laughs) And she's going to run into the freaking street and a car is going to hit her. Like that is like, that's on replay. Also, I've watched that happen to one of my cats growing up. So like it's, yeah. So it's like, it's huge for me. Like Mm. that's why I hate outdoor cats. (laughs) <laughs> it, like because it it's so scary to me Aww. like I like granted if they've been outdoors their whole lives like they're adapted they, they have know, street they smarts. know how to survive yeah but it Bella still scares me no Bella's, Bella's pretty Bella yeah. she doesn't, Sophie doesn't have street smarts either <laughs> like if she got lost at any point like no it's over for that dog <laughs> she would stress herself out she would like have a heart attack yeah I would just hope that like somebody would be able to get her and like be if she would let them pick her up like be able to get them back to me get her yeah. back to me it's, no it's terrifying what do we do without our animals she, i don't know this is why i also have the like i don't i guess it's sleepwalking mm-hmm. where like i panic that she's 
something bad is happening to Bella and I pick her up and I lock her in my bathroom and it ha- <laughs> it's happened probably like five times. Yeah. Like it happens. It's never happened before until we moved in here and all of a sudden I'm just so scared that something is going to happen to my yeah. cat that I have to lock her into my bathroom. <laughs> But and I'm, you like kind of come to and you're like what am I doing yeah like I'll, I'll lock her in there like I turn the light on I'm not mean I turn mm. the light on lock her in there and then like I get back into bed and all of a sudden as I'm getting into bed I'm like holy shit yeah like what am I doing and then I like let her out and she's like so scared because she's like what is mommy doing to me <laughs> so like the dreams I have were that it doesn't have anything to do with Sophie but it's that a spider is descending from the ceiling onto my face a big one. Yeah. And I have to get out of bed and I have to go to the bathroom and like not, and I can't go back in my room while it's dark and I freak out thinking there's spiders in my bed. And then I like start to wake up and I'm like, what are you doing? Like yeah. there wasn't a spider. Waking up while you're, I don't know. Like, do you sleepwalk? Do you sleep, st- do stuff? Not, I mean, my mom used to be able to like, she said I could have like conversations with her while I was like sleeping. Cause I used to like fall asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. She worked nights. So I always had like a hard time. I was like a latchkey kid. So I had a hard time being alone and like going to bed like mm-hmm. a normal person. Like I'd have to have like all the lights on the TV on. As and, a kid, like, I was the same. And like exhaust myself yeah. into sleep. And she would come home at like 11, 1130 and be like, you got to get in your bed. Yeah. Like, let's go. So, but I, and I wouldn't remember any of it. Yeah. And she'd sometimes I'd yell at her, like be really mean <laughs> and stuff. And I would like yell at my sister too. Um, but I only slept walk one time when I had a really bad fever when I had chicken pox mm. and I climbed out of the top bunk and climbed on top of my dresser. <laughs> <laughs> climbed on top of the dresser? Yeah. I, I climbed down from the top bunk and went across the room and climbed on top of my dresser. It was like a tall dresser too. Yeah. I, I don't know how old I was when I had chicken pox, like first grade, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting on top of the dresser. I remember the dream I was having. It was pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I dreamt that I was like a pinup girl on like a Navy ship. <laughs> and I was like singing to sailors <laughs> as like a first grader. <laughs> and so I was like hallucinating that I was on this <laughs> ship singing to the troops and she just did jazz hands (laughs) i did do jazz hands Uh, i'm like a pinup girl i'm like playing with my hair my sis and i was sitting on top of my dresser in like my t-shirt you know because i had chicken pox i was like covered in chamomile lotion nothing else but a t-shirt and with my legs crossed (laughs) being all sassy and my sister woke up because we shared a room she was on the bottom bunk she's like what the hell are you doing yeah and <laughs> I was hallucinating because my fever was really, really high. And I, and she like somehow woke, got me back, um, into my bed on the top bunk. And I was still hallucinating that there was like dinosaurs driving Corvettes <laughs> on my ceiling and it was freaking me out. I was panicking and I was like, Melissa, I'm still freaking out. I'm still seeing dinosaurs driving cor- red Corvettes. And she was like, dude. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> My sister is six years older than me, so she's, like, in middle school or something. She's like, no, you're not. Get, like, go to sleep. And I couldn't go to sleep. I kept her up for a while longer. Finally, she let me go sleep in her bed with her. And I was still, like, just tripping out, like, the whole night. It was a weird – that, and it's so vivid in my brain that I, I remember all of this. driving Corvettes. Yeah. 
I probably should have gone to the hospital. Like I was, <laughs> yeah, you're fucking hallucinating. Like those aren't just dreams. Like yeah. you're hallucinating. Like you're on some sick drugs. And I just had chicken pox. Oh my god. Yeah. But that's the only time that it's been like weird. Did oh. I tell, tell you that my friend Ashley sleepwalks when she drinks white wine? Yeah, she was saying that at your birthday. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason for my sleepwalking or like my sleep actions. Um, but yeah, coming to while you're in the middle of doing something, it literally so disorienting. It's like I want like it has to be what people who are like schizophrenic or like have real mental like like health disorders where like they're in the middle of something happening and then they come to and they like have no recollection of it Mm -hmm. it's so scary sometimes Mm, like Like, dissociative identity disorder and it's just like why am i doing this because and like sometimes i can't remember the dreams that are why i'm doing what i'm doing Mm -hmm. but it's just like i just wake up and i'm like oh cool i'm just standing next to my bed like a freaking (laughs) possessed human (laughs) like (laughs) we're watching paranormal activity before like around halloween and the scene where she like gets up and stands in the bed and then it fast forwards like six hours and you're just like casual. I've done that before. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I've never done it for like, I, I mean, I've never recorded myself, so I don't know how long. <laughs> I Maybe ass- you just get back in bed and you have no idea. I would assume that it's not six hours or any crazy period length of time. Mm. I feel like I would probably pass out because... My, just standing there. Yeah, my knees would lock out. Like, I'd probably faint. Yeah, um, probably. This is so weird. The human body. <laughs> so it Like, the human psyche is what's... I don't know what's going on up here. No, I don't know enough about it, but it is fascinating. And I don't really know if I want to know. Like, I don't ever want to record myself sleeping. I had an app on my phone. Have you ever seen, like, the TikToks of people who, like, record their yeah, sleep talking? No. And they, like, say the funniest shit. For a while, I was sleep, like sleep tracking because I've suffered from in, insomnia and stuff before. So I wanted to see like how my sleep patterns mm-hmm. were at one point. And it had an option to record like any noises. So like if it senses movement, it was just on my phone. So I would keep my phone like by my pillow. And if it sensed movement or like heard anything, it would just record for like 30 seconds or however long the noise was happening. Mm-hmm. If it was longer than that. And I, I mean, it's kind of creepy because sometimes I feel like I heard ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, yes, if you are recording yourself while sleeping, there is going to be something that happens mm-hmm. that you don't unexplainable. like. Unexplainable. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could be you, but like mm, it also could not be you. Yeah. And the chances that it's not you are higher, I think. Yeah. It's Yeah weird shit man when you're sleeping you're so vulnerable yeah i literally would not be here without my emotional support animal yeah bella you would not be here without sophie absolutely not it's it's weird like i know i'll get another dog mm -hmm. after the inevitable passing of my sweet sweet baby angel um but i don't think i'll ever bond with a dog as much as i bonded with sophie Mm mm-hmm Like, I think some people just have, like, that soul connection with an animal that doesn't, 
Like you can't really recreate that sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure I'll love whatever animal I do end up getting. And I can't wait to have another dog Mm -hmm. and like see what that experience is like and how it's different from Sophie. But she's just so unique. And like, I don't think anybody else could have Sophie but me. That's true. Yeah. I definitely couldn't. (laughs) You would not. (laughs) I do not have the patience. I'm just like, "Mm, girl, you're stressing me out. Bye. She requires a lot of TLC. (laughs) And this is why I am very much a cat person, um, because my cat does not require a ton of TLC or attention. She does when she wants it. Yeah. She was super sweet while you were gone. I'd go in there and give her little scratches and Mm -hmm. lay together. But the day that you came home and then left, she was pissed. (laughs) Like, I've never heard her cry consistently for so long. And I was just like, Bella, it's okay. She's not gone forever. But she was like, she came back and then left me again. What the fuck? I know. And now, like, every day since then, like, I leave and I come back and she, like, yells at me as Mm -hmm. well. And I'm just like, I promise, I will always come back for you. Unless you get murdered by a stranger you go home with. You gotta live life on the edge. Yeah, I mean, that's how we get the stories, but just you gotta be careful. I mean, I'm just paranoid. I literally think every stranger has the potential to kill me. I am the opposite. I don't (laughs) think anybody has the potential to murder me, except for like probably like random, like crazy people Hmm. that are like. That's so interesting. My instinct usually does go to they have malintent strangers oh. until they've earned my trust do they do i no longer think that they could murder me in some way um i mean yeah i don't know i don't like to think about stuff like that i also just it's not the first time that i've left a bar with a random person i mean yeah i definitely did i have done it as well absolutely i have had Plenty of stories of like, am I too old to be doing this? Yes, and absolutely. during a pandemic, yes, during a pandemic <laughs> in a city that I don't live in, yeah. Like, what would you have done? That is a great question. I'm like, what are your survival instincts like? Well, we already decided I would be a handmaid and not <laughs> a tribute, so not very. You they're would not just very let good. them hold you captive and be used as a, a sex slave, yeah, mm. to survive. I think I would honestly try to find a way to kill myself. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I was mid-sip of water. I did not expect that. If if I was legit, like, if they were, like, bad people and, like, they, like, had, like, a room where they were going to, like, chain me up or something, I'd find, I'd figure out a way to kill myself. Interesting. I'd do something. I would like to think that I would be a fighter and like figure out a way to survive and get out or, or murder them. Well, I would try to use my brain to figure out a way to get out. Like I would Mm -hmm. try to like figure out like if they had a system, Mm -hmm. I don't like to think about this. We're really going down a tunnel right now. This is a dark place. I listen to way too many true crime. I see. I hate true crime because it's true. Yeah. I I like my TV shows, your fantasy superheroes. And I like, like even like the scary ones where it's like 
gruesome and gruesome and someone's held captive and stuff like that i still you're like it's fiction it's not real yeah Yeah, i don't want to talk about i love the true stuff Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know why i like to know i think it's because i'd like to be prepared for any scenario so i must know about the worst possible things that can happen we're very different in that way well because i know the worst possible scenarios are like murder <laughs> and like rape and like yeah. imprisonment for life mm-hmm. torture like, i oh no Mm-mm. yeah i'm just gonna keep my door locked not go home with strangers anymore thank you Anjanette, for not protecting your baby sister <laughs> she's the one with a kid like if, if any- i was there i'd have been like no 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 we are not doing these are strangers it is not safe Let's get out of here. I don't Let's know go home. why I do the things that I do. Sometimes I feel like you you have like a personality switch, especially in like social situations where you're just like, I'm up for everything. <laughs> and I'm like, who is that? Because Victoria likes to go home and be alone. <laughs> it's very true. It's like there's like this me or there was a TikTok video and it was cancers. Yeah sober versus cancers like five not five probably like three drinks in yeah we're different people (laughs) that victoria i don't know her like i don't know the victoria that went home with that stranger that's dangerous i literally have text messages with Haley being like i'm making a stupid decision (laughs) (laughs) you're such chaos it's hilarious i i do love chaos and i it sounds so bad to say, but, like, nothing bad has ever happened. So, like, that's why yeah. I'm still, like, so drawn to it. Hmm. Maybe well, I've had change. bad things happen to me, so maybe that's why I am that way I am. I just think most people are more rational and, yeah. like, think things through. Like, I'm so impulsive, that's what it is. Mm. Is like... You're just like, yeah, I want to do that, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Why not? I want to get tattoos, I'm going to get tattoos. Like, And then get them lasered off. Well, only one. <laughs> um, I'm going to go blonde. Now I'm going to go brunette. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All accurate. All accurate. It's what it's, adds spice to life. It's me being chaotic AF. I mean, I have moments. I'm not that boring. You're not boring. I'm just more logical. To an extent. I think when I'm drinking, too, I'm definitely just like... Wow! Yeah, you just want to you want to keep the party going. Like yeah. it's like I'm an enabler, I think is the I thing. think my sister's an enabler yeah. because now that we're talking about it, the guy when he sat down at our table, he was like, "Do you guys want to come back blah 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 like um we can smoke or we can drink or whatever." And my sister goes, "My sister smokes." <laughs> okay, we don't need to advertise that to yeah. strangers. But we did, and then that's what happened. It all worked out. I mean, except for my ankle. That's fine. It's not the greatest. Were your jeans all muddy? The butt was, Mm -hmm. and they were my new jeans. (laughs) And my jacket was, and my brand new Vans were. But I cleaned those, thank God. So, yeah. We live and learn. It was a story to tell. I think it's freaking hilarious. Was it smart? No. Would I do it again? Would you recommend it? No. No. (laughs) I don't recommend going home with strangers. Yeah. I don't recommend any of what I do, to be honest. (laughs) My life is not an example that should be followed. I mean, mine's not really either in some ways. But it's we wouldn't be sitting here having a podcast if we didn't have stuff to tell. It's true. I... This podcast is a cautionary tale. 
Unlike the show, a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Full uh, circle moment. Yeah. But live your life. Be safe. Make good decisions. Unlike me. Mm-hmm. Uh, wear your mask. Wear your mask. Try to stay home a little bit more if you have been slipping up. And celebrate because Biden's going to be the next president. Yes. That's it. That's all I have to say. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> the amount of times on Saturday that we put it on the jukebox was uh, annoying. Oh, yeah. I kept saying, put it on again. <laughs> so I know that we were being There's annoying. the enabler yeah. I was like... FDT one more time let's go and like the whole bar was like we were at sunshines and yeah. the whole bar was like yeah so it was like such a hype moment every time it came on like once an hour probably yeah for the whole day though we were there for like quite a while yeah that was I'm sad I wasn't home for it mm-hmm. because I was with my sister and my nephew who was a toddler so there was not a ton of celebration happening yeah we made cupcakes we made cupcakes <laughs> we popped a bottle of Prosecco yeah um and we celebrated the fact that you know, my nephew won't grow up in a world where Donald Trump gets four more fucking years. At least there's that. So, and also, I don't know. It was just like such a freaking good moment. It was mm-hmm. such a good day. And it was, I had so much anxiety about mm-hmm. no matter who won. Like I was scared. The reaction. I was scared for whoever was you know, wanted the imposing candidate to win. I was scared for that group's reaction no matter what. Mm -hmm. And like the outpouring of love that I saw on Instagram and on TikTok and like people were so happy and like crying in the streets and partying and dancing and dancing in OB. Like I haven't felt that much joy in a long time. Yeah. And it was so, like I said, I wish I could have been part of all of it, mm-hmm. um, but it was still great to watch, and I, it just still, I mean, it still doesn't feel real, probably because the president hasn't acknowledged it and yeah, conceded. Yeah, he's going to concede. We um, knew he wouldn't, though. Yeah, and so it's just like, but guess what? We don't fucking need him to concede. That is a formality. That is being polite that is not a requirement in order to pass off the office to the next person who won yeah um it was just created to make sure that there was a smooth transition of power it's not like he can prevent it from happening he's just going to make it as difficult as he possibly can because he's a man child i just want it to be over and done with because i'm ready for the next chapter and what it means to be an american yeah I'm ready to take pride in my country back Mm -hmm. because I've been very ashamed to admit that I'm a citizen of this country. Well, and like, yeah, I just, to have people in office that are, believe in science Mm -hmm. and that value human lives. Yeah. And that That are. want to protect humans, like, regardless of where they're coming from. Yeah. Their race, their gender identity. Like their yeah, job. I just want that back. Yeah. And I'm ready for it. We I, have a lot of work to do still. It's yeah. not like we flipped a switch and all of a sudden we're the best country in the world again, but we at least have the ability to work towards being better. Whereas with Donald Trump in office, we were going to continue to be stripped of basic human rights. Totally. And it was dangerous. Yeah. And I'm not saying, and I've said this since he became the 
like nominee for Democrats. Joe Biden was not the person I wanted to vote for at the end of the day. Nah. Like he was pretty low on the list for me, but he's a I think the only way that we probably would have gotten the vote the, the persuadable votes that we did get was because he's definitely more on the conservative Democrat side. Totally. Um we're not ready yet for a Bernie. No. <laughs> and unfortunately, Bernie is past his prime. Yeah. And so somebody else will come up with the same kind of energy and power, like drive that Bernie had for decades. Yeah. He's inspired this generation mm-hmm. to take office. And, you know, we don't have to be 50 year old men to have power. We got work to do. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it because we're all in this together. (laughs) Okay, bye. Adios. See you next time. Don't forget to subscribe.